3: Hello and welcome to episode 194 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Faith the Public Friday, everyone. What a fantastic night it was on the gridiron, uh, talking about our teaser, talking about our pack first quarter, talking about Nevada laying the wood, talking about the Wyoming over. Uh, great night. I think we did a really good job capping those games. It's great, too. Uh, it's always good when you have a good Thursday, get into Friday get you into the weekend. We have a huge weekend ahead here, obviously. Uh, I hope everyone can join us on the Lombardi line because starting tomorrow, um, I'll be on Lombardi line today, giving an update uh, with a couple games tonight. So we got another, another big college football night, Uh, Miami, Florida. We have uh, NC state, San Jose state, San Diego state. And the big one is BYU and Boise later tonight. So I can't wait to uh, hit on all of those, but uh, join us this weekend for sure because I love it because we spend all week grinding. We spend all week breaking down games, tracking lines, uh, lining up uh, some good present-day movement with uh, historical trends. We had a lot of divisional dogs this weekend. I'm going through the board, and I see a lot of good plays, and a couple I think we should maybe jump on today because these numbers are moving. Uh, But everyone, if you are free, if you have some free time, if you need to get ready, uh, if you don't know by now, um, we do do the Lombardi line every Saturday, Sunday. It's from 10 a.m. Eastern time to noon. Uh, Saturday is college, Sunday is NFL, and we're streaming live on VSEN. We're on Nesson if you live in the New England area, like me. for in the Midwest, uh, but that is really it's a two hour show. It's Patrick Maher, Michael Lombardi, and myself, and it's really my favorite part of the week because you spend all week doing your homework, then it's game day, then 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 it's then it's uh, we put it all together and hopefully catch some plays. and I, I love the timing of it all because. It all takes place right in the last hour, leading before kickoff. So you see a lot of good chart movement coming in. So hope everyone's able to join us this weekend. Uh, but yeah, guys, setting the stage on a Friday, we got a ton to get to today. We're going to talk three college games tonight. We're also going to talk uh, a bunch of college games that I have circled for this weekend. A bunch of NFL games that we can get ready for this weekend. Kind of a uh, the last minute analysis here before we get to game day. And then also we got MMA, baby. We got UFC. We have biting. We have, I cannot wait. I have a bunch of uh, fights here. Hopefully, you guys are able to jump on Romanoff, Bozer, Santos. These lines are moving, especially Romanoff. Talk about some closing line value. But it's not just those three. I have uh, about four or five others that I want to share with you because we have a huge night in the UFC uh, and I cannot wait. So, it's a huge weekend ahead. Uh, and also, guys, uh, I will be going to the Brook tomorrow in New Hampshire. I'm making my debut. I'm going to meet with. Uh, uh, a couple of their uh, sportsbook directors and uh maybe talk about possibly a book signing but it'll be my first time so i'll be uh I'll be at the brook in New Hampshire sweating at the uh, at the draftkings uh sports book there so if you are around and you want to grab a beer let me know I'm not sure I'll be there sometime tomorrow afternoon so I'm uh, really looking forward to it. it's great weather here in new England it's crazy we had snow now it's 65 degrees so uh, I'm really excited it's gonna be a great weekend ahead and hopefully we'll uh We'll catch some tickets, and, uh, and hopefully I'll get to meet you guys and actually buy you a beer. I tell you I tell you every time at the end of the pod, but I'll actually be there at the book, so I uh, cannot wait for that. Uh, but that being said, but everyone, happy Friday. Huge weekend ahead. Uh, what about last night, guys? Just awesome. Uh, talking about number one in the NFL. Uh, boy, did we get a great teaser there. We were talking about number one, the pack in the first quarter, minus a half point. Got that one. That was a sweat and a half because uh, Green Bay was up 7 nothing. San Fran at the very end of the quarter, they were going down about to drive. Um, you had Mullins throw a TD pass that looked like a touchdown to tie it, but the guy was actually out of bounds, didn't get his foot in. So it was, uh, had to kick a field goal, 7-3. to three. So we cashed that, Pack first quarter, baby. And then how about our teaser? I'm talking teaser, baby. Uh, remember, two-team, six-point. We're not these these crazy teasers, 10, 15 teams. We're not uh, doing the, all this madness. It's two-team, six-point. That's where the value is. That's where the edge is. And we were able to cash the pack. Um, at the time, I think uh, it was seven and a half down to minus one and a half. And then we had the under. We teased it up from 48 and a half down to uh, under four, uh, 54 and a half. So pack and the under, cash that. Um, I will say it was a little disappointing because I, I was rooting for everyone on San Fran. Uh, and I actually did add San Fran plus seven and a half because it was falling to seven. And that line even closed at six. So there's definitely a lot of late movement there with San Fran. So it kept me from a perfect night there, uh, which is a little bit annoying. And San Fran obviously just got rolled there. Um, I don't think if you bet San Fran, you should feel bad about anything. Uh, I think we, we really capped that well because it was an inflated line opportunity. And tonight, uh, last night, guys, I mean, we did great with the pack first quarter, the teaser. Um, we did great in college. But really, the books got killed last night on a Thursday night game. I mean, everybody bet Green Bay, Green Bay covered. Um, don't even get me started on the over here. Because, again, we were able to get our teaser under, but I feel really bad for anyone who took the under 48.5. I wrote about it in the newsletter. Make sure you sign up, vsoncom newsletter. But talk about an awful bad beat. It was 34-10, Packers well in command. And, of course, Mullins, who did nothing all night, then goes down uh, all the way across the field, scores a touchdown with four seconds left uh, to make it 34-17 to send the over and to kill all the under 48 halfbackers. So I'm always rooting for any contrarian under bettors. So that was a, that was a rough one. But, uh, again, teaser opportunities, guys. I think we got to focus on these. There's so much value here. Uh, and I, th- I think we did a great job last night. But, uh, yeah, public was over. Public was Green Bay. Public hit both and crushed it. But that's that's good for us because we remembered that it was a weird game, a lot of injuries. We had to t- approach it a little differently. That's why we focused on the teaser and the first quarter. So uh, hopefully you are able to cash some of those. Uh, but then also, I loved college football last night, guys uh first off let's give a shout out to Nevada baby lay in the wood Nevada covered for us just awesome they went from uh around minus 15 and a half all the way up to minus 17 and a half uh um, ended closing 17 and a half or 17 but obviously laid the wood there end up winning by uh what was it 25 points so it was awesome to see Nevada well done boys uh and I tell you what their offense is pretty damn good I'm excited to uh uh, see what we can get with Nevada moving forward here. So great hit there with the with the favorite. And remember, guys, you know, in my, you know, the way I look at it is I don't like laying minus 17 on any team. But in these situations here, when you're in college and these are low back games, uh, and you're seeing not predominantly public betting, like that was close to a 50-50 play. You had a lot of it was it was close to an even ticket count, but all that big money kept pounding Nevada, 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 and that line kept going up. So to me that was uh, a little bit of public, but really more. Um, sharp action. And Nevada laid the wood and we covered that one. then my favorite play of the night. I'm talking the Wyoming over, baby. Great hit there for us on the pod. We talked about how that was uh, around 50.5 up to 53.5. At one point it got to 54. Had a little bit of buyback late. uh, But we were able to crush that one. So that landed on uh, 34-24. So then on 58. So we get that one late and uh, Levi Williams scored a late touchdown to, to send that over. So a great night. Uh, on the gridiron. So let's keep it going, everyone. Uh, Reminder, we have so much to offer at VEASAN. Uh, Again, I only play a small part in the the whole operation here. and I'm lucky to be a part of it. But uh, we have so much more to offer, and I would love for you guys to become a member at VEASAN. So, number one, if you become a member, we do have, a uh, uh, first off, a 10-day risk-free trial. Make sure you like it. You don't have to pay anything. And then if you like it, you can keep it. Go monthly. Go yearly. Um, Big discount is yearly. but We also have our midseason football special. 99 bucks. That's all. That's all uh, it costs. It'll cover you now up until the Super Bowl. Um, but all, it's going to get you every points Red weekly. So it came out a couple days ago with my guy, Gamble and Lou. Great UFC plays. Wes Reynolds with golf. Uh, Steve McInnis power ratings. Maddie Humans. Dave Tooley. The whole crew. Uh, so I love points Red weekly. It just gives you such a leg up on all of your uh, all of your capping. And you also get access to all the replays of all the different programs that we have uh, pretty much all day, so you can rewatch. Uh, follow the money or numbers game or Lombardi line or the edge or betting across America or my guys or rush hour or primetime action, whatever it may be, but then also you get that best bet email. So uh, usually it's a couple times in the afternoon, you'll get it. It'll have a list of all the best bet picks from all the guests and hosts at VEASAN. And again, no touting, no scam decapping. These are real bettors. These are real sharps uh, who put a lot of time and thought into their picks who bet them themselves uh, and are trying to win. Uh, so again, there's no fake no no head shaking, no, no, none of that. This is all legit uh, from people in the industry who have a long track record of success. So I love getting that best bet email, um, and that'll be included with the membership. So go to vison.com slash subscribe, become a member, get everything that we offer, support the team. It would really, really mean a lot to us. Um, and again, the newsletter, vison.com slash newsletter, that's free to your inbox every morning. Uh, remember, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting convo never ends. Twitter is where... Uh, You can create a gambling community, direct message people wherever they may be across America, uh, talk about games, um, direct message me with any questions. You can follow at Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights, get breaking injuries, follow local beat reporters. It's really, really uh, helpful and beneficial to have Twitter. Um, Also, TweetDeck. I don't talk about it too much, but TweetDeck is a variation of Twitter where you can have multiple columns. Have your regular feed if you're just checking on an injury for – a player, you can plug in his name, have a feed just for that. Uh, whatever it may be, you can break it up. So TweetDeck is also something that I like to use. Um, and then, of course, you can always email me, guys. I'm always available via email. You want to say hello. You want to introduce yourself. Uh, you want to um, you know, ask a question about gambling philosophies, sharp contrarian, whatever it may be. I am here to help. You got booted from five times. You need to open up a new book. Uh, I can recommend you, refer you. Whatever it may be, I'm here to help. That's my job uh, to, uh, to monitor the market explain line movement, help you guys make smarter bets. And I learned from you guys too. So it's a a win-win all around. With that being said, it's Fade the Public Friday, baby. So let's get after it. Let's talk some college football. Uh, Three games tonight, uh, and I'm seeing some value across the board. So let's let's break down all of these matchups. So uh, number one, we have Miami uh, going to NC State. This is a 7.30 game, early game here. So obviously conference showdown, uh, both of these ACC rivals kind of at the top of the standings here. But Miami's five and one. They're ranked eleventh. NC State's four and two. Miami's won two in a row. They just uh, beat uh, Virginia, nineteen to fourteen, but did not cover that one. Thirteen half point favorite. Uh, NC State. They had a three game winning streak uh, snapped. They fell to North Carolina. They got crushed there, 48-21, Did not cover as a fifteen point dog. Um, both these teams are like equal on offense. Both averaging about thirty two game, uh, thirty two points a game on offense. The difference is on defense. So Miami's only giving up 22 points a game. NC State's giving up 34 points per game. Um, and so I think this, this obviously provides an advantage here to Miami. So I'm seeing with this game, guys, um, I'll admit to you, it's not my favorite game of the night. Um, I see a little bit of value for dying for action on Miami, believe it or not, which kind of gives me a little bit of heartburn because they're a slightly public play. They're a ranked team against their unranked team. You know I like to go contrarian and take an unranked team versus a ranked team, a bylaw opportunity. But I did see some smart money hit Miami here. So the way I'm seeing it is, you know, this line opened uh, Miami minus 9.5 on the road. Some books even opened minus 9. The line got all the way up to minus 10.5. So, again, this isn't an overwhelming public play. It's just slightly more than half the tickets. But it reminds me a little bit of that Nevada play yesterday where they're becoming more of a favorite. And it's not just public betting. It's also pro money. I think the key here is you really want to get a minus 10 because a lot of, some of these books are at minus 10.5. Some of these books are 10 and a half back down to 10, but really it's either 10 or 10 and a half. And all the smart money that I've seen hitting Miami uh, is at minus 10. Again, there was a little value here, you know, a little bit of action came in minus 10 and a half, but I think you really want to shop for the best line, try to get a minus 10 here. Um, again, I, this to me is, again, not my favorite play of the night, but I have seen some smart money hit Miami, Florida here, uh, push that line further in their favor. Uh, and again, I think if you're if you're betting Miami, you're really hoping that offense uh, puts uh, pours it on for NC State. Um, but if you're dying for action there, I do see a little value on Miami, Florida. Uh, keep cruising. San Jose State and San Diego State. This one is intriguing to me. I saw a little bit on San Jose State. So you had um, this line open around minus 9.5, some even 10s to San Diego State at home. This line's now down to 9.5 or 9. So I've seen a little movement, seen a little action come in, come in here on San Jose State. Um, that's notable. I mean, you know, they would check off a couple systems. They're contrarian. They're a conference road dog. Um, COVID dogs this year, obviously. I, I call them COVID dogs. You know, obviously because it's uh, this weird COVID year with reduced fans in the stands or no fans. But um, they are 53% dogs this year. And also, it is a road division dog or conference dog with a kind of a low total. So the total in the Miami game is 58 and a half. The total in the BYU game is 63. This one's 48. So it's a lower end total. Um, again, if you're on a dog, especially close to a double-digit dog, uh, that low total is beneficial. Um, it makes it um, harder for that favorite to cover the number. So I'm leaning a little bit San Diego, uh, San Jose State here. Excuse me, the road conference dog with a line move plus ten down to plus nine and a half, or even plus nine. Uh, I would see how this develops. It's a nine o'clock game. If you start to see this line continue to fall, you know, down to eight and a half, uh, that's going to be an indication that San Jose State's uh, taking in a little bit of money. Um, and then the big one, the big game of the night, we're talking BYU-Boise. I cannot wait to sweat this game. I am loving this game. So, obviously, late-night showdown, two ranked teams. BYU is 7-0, ranked ninth. Uh, Boise is 2-0, ranked 21st. Um, late-night showdown here, it'll be by far the most heavily bet game of the night. Uh, BYU is undefeated. Cougars uh, have been really good for betters this year, going 5-1-1 ATS. Um, BYU is also coming off 41-10, to shellacking of Western Kentucky. Uh, although it's funny, they pushed as a 31-point favorite. Talk uh, talk about how good the oddsmakers are. Uh, Boise is also undefeated. They've only played two games, though, um, having the Mountain West come back there. Um, but they have crushed their opponents. This beat Utah State uh, 42 to 13. But obviously, um, you know, looking at last night's game, Utah State is uh, is definitely struggling this year. Um, and really, what you're seeing here is that both teams really good on offense, averaging 45 points a game. But it's all about the defense. BYU's defense is only giving up 13 points a game. Boise's giving up 21. So what I saw here, guys, um, I'm leaning a little bit on BYU. And I really want to get the minus three. Uh, at three and a half, it worries me a little bit. And it turns into almost like a Colorado State play from yesterday, especially if you see these three naps go back down to three. What I do see here, uh, number one, I have a good system. Two ranked teams take the favorite. Uh, 56% historically. It's 13-2-1 this year against the spread, so it's ridiculously you know, covering at such a high rate. So I do have that system I love. Two ranked teams take the favorite. Um, the way this line has moved is it's moved pretty good here to, to BYU. It opened minus 2.5 uh, for BYU. It's now up to minus 3.5. There are some shops at minus 3, minus 120. Um, all the smart money that I've seen on BYU, it's come minus 2.5, minus 3, but I have seen some minus three and a half on BYU. Like all liability in this game has been on BYU, so this does remind me as another combination of a pro and Joe play. It's kind of similar to that um, to that Nevada play, uh, to the to the Miami play. It's not overwhelming overwhelmingly public. It's just a little more than half the tickets, but big smart money pushing that number. Um, so again, I, I Boise by definition would be contrarian, getting the hook three and a half, which is definitely intriguing to me. But I'm also like, you know, books are almost do, you know begging you to take Boise. With the hook, why are they hanging the hook out there so much? Um, tells me maybe it's because BYU rolls in this game. So, again, Boise's look good, but I got a system there. BYU two-ranked teams take the favorite. The Lions move toward BYU, 2.5 to minus 3.5. Uh, this is all trending toward BYU. So, I'm, I'm leaning BYU on this one uh, here, guys. Uh, if you're worried about laying this number uh, you know on the road here, uh, you may be intrigued by the over. The over's looking pretty good to me. This total opened um, at around 59 and a half. Uh, it is now up to 61. Uh, wow. Actually, I went to bed. It's now up to 63. Damn. This is the importance of reading the newsletter, guys. When I wrote it, it was 61. It just got hit again. This this over, baby. Again, both these teams averaging 45 points. You look at BYU only giving up 13, but uh, this could be a shootout. Both these teams play with good pace. Uh, I'm digging the over here, guys. The over's taking in a lot of sharp money, and you got to always look at the blue turf there. Um, What's the deal? What's the weather like up there in Boise? Uh, But it looks like a a pretty clear night. It's going to be in the high 50s. It's going to be partly cloudy, uh, really not much in the way of wind. Um, So I'm looking at the over there with a high-scoring game. So uh, BYU laying the wood. Um, So two favorites with value, Miami BYU, a dog with San Jose State, uh, and a little bit of over value with with the uh, BYU Boise over. That keeps getting steamed, baby. Steam, 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 the heat. Send in the heat. Um, but, but there you have it, guys. You know, We just broke down our three college games for tonight. Uh, we're going to take a very, very short break. When we get back, we're running the board, so get ready. Uh, grab your notebook, sit back. If you're driving in the car, or if you're on the train, if you're on the bus, wherever you're at, if you're chilling at home, get ready because uh, we're going to do a, uh, a very, very big lightning round going through the NFL, college, and UFC for this weekend. So stick around for the second half of the pod on a Fade the Public Friday. The VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your host, your buddy, the guy you talk uh, sharp line moves and breakdown games with, and hopefully you cash plays with, Josh Applebaum. be right back.
0: At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: All right, everyone, thank you for sticking around. Let's finish up strong here, uh, looking toward the weekend. We talked about uh, all of our games for tonight. Now let's see if we can do a a little lightning round preview for our upcoming games this weekend. So uh, one thing I will mention to you guys, Uh, try to tune into the Lombardi line because to me, the board really crystallizes late Friday night, early Saturday morning. I have a lot of games written down here where I see value, but I really want to see that late movement come in because to me, that's really, really, really key and really predictive. I'll go back to that, that LSU game uh, with Auburn. I think it was last week, LSU minus three all week, stayed at three game day, uh, Saturday morning, it drops to a point for pick So that's the kind of late movement you really want to be aware of and the importance of watching the Lombardi line. Uh, But, Games as of now that are uh, really catching my eye: Clemson Notre Dame. This is going to be the most heavily bet game, 7:30 p.m. Um, what I'm seeing here, guys, I'm leaning toward Clemson. I'll tell you why. It's kind of an even ticket count, slightly public Clemson, which I don't like in a heavily bet game. But that would be that other that system we just talked about, which matched on BYU two ranked teams take the favorite. Line movement has been all uh, toward Clemson. Uh, this line open minus four to Clemson it's gotten all the way up to five and a half you had a little buyback on Notre Dame five and a half dropping it down to five Uh, we'll see how this develops I I really would love to get a minus four and a half but if this stays minus five to me all liability has been Clemson and again two ranked teams take the favorite system Uh, that's what I'll be uh, I'll be looking at so as of now I'm leaning Clemson Uh, Florida Georgia we talked about this Uh, I really like Florida here and I, I really hope you can jump on the three and a half possibly now if you're still having a Uh, the availability of a hook with a a three-and-a-half, I would jump on Florida. Um, That would be um, number one. So, yeah, this would be a line move toward uh, Florida. It opened at Georgia minus five. That line is now all the way down to three-and-a-half, three. Uh, And, again, it's kind of a lower total game, but that's an even-ticket count, but a sharp move uh, toward Florida in that one. Um, And, again, two-ranked teams take the favorite. That would match on Georgia. So if you want to buy low Georgia minus three, I get it. Uh, But to me, if you get the hook, that's a four to play. And also, two-ranked teams take the favorite. That's really much better when the line moves toward the favorite, not away from the favorite in this term. uh, In this situation, it would be moving away from Georgia as the favorite. Uh, Michigan and Indiana. Um, Keep an eye on Indiana here. Um, This line did open around minus three. It's kind of stayed minus three. You have a bit of a sharp line freeze here. Indiana, two-thirds of bets are on Michigan, yet the line really will not budge. Uh, may even come back down here. Some Indiana possibly as a plus three home contrarian dog. I uh, really like West Virginia. Even ticket count throughout Texas. But we've seen West Virginia. They open as a seven-point road dog at Texas. Mine's now down to six and a half. It may even go to six. So if you still can get a six and a half uh, with West Virginia, who came up huge for us last week. I'm, I'm WVU on the road getting points. I uh, really like Arizona State. Uh, hopefully you are able to jump on this uh, a little bit earlier, but there's still value. This line open, Arizona State, um, USC at home, minus 11.5. Uh, it's now down to 10.5. So I'm keeping an eye on the sharp line move toward Arizona State, Conference Road Dog, uh, which would uh, which would match unranked first rank as well. Washington State, Oregon State, uh, I like this money line spot for Oregon State with the Beavers. This is a dog to favorite. Sound the alarm, dog to favorite. This is Oregon State plus 1.5 to now minus 1.5. So you can flip it, take the money line, win the damn game, minus 120 there. Uh, Stanford, Oregon, I love Stanford in this one. And this is actually the one I, I'm a second ago. I said, I hope you got it early. But I meant this one was Stanford. Talked about it with Mike Pritchard on Betting Across America Tuesday, Wednesday. I co-host those days. Make sure you tune in. But we were all over Stanford. And at the time, you had Oregon go from around minus 12 to minus 10.5. Guess what? Over the last day, this up down to 8.5 or 8. So big money's coming in here on Stanford. Uh, keep it close. Give me Stanford there. Uh, it's a, a low total game. Uh, around 51, uh, conference, road dog, unranked, first ranked, uh, Keep it close, Cardinal. Uh, I'm interested in Western Kentucky. Is a low-bet game, but um, huge move to Western Kentucky. You had Western Kentucky open as an 8.5-point dog. Line's now down to 6.5 at Florida Atlantic. Let's keep an eye on that. Uh, Tennessee and Arkansas. I'm interested in possibly Arkansas here. Um, this line open around minus 3, minus 2 to Tennessee on the road. Everyone's bet in Tennessee, but yet the line's now down, down to one and a half. This looks like some Arkansas money came in there. Um, I was also looking at Arkansas State Lafayette and over. That really just screamed at me. Um, this is a, kind of an under-the-radar game, but this total just c- keeps getting hammered by pro money hitting the over. 63 and a half up to 68. So, again, you worry that's moved so much you missed the number, but a lot of money hitting that UL Lafayette over. Uh, Minnesota, Illinois. This is a gross one, but give me Illinois. It's almost lopsided plays over the weekend. Everybody, I mean everybody's on Minnesota. Almost 9 out of 10 bets. Yet Minnesota opened minus, uh, not minus 7, and it stayed minus 7. I think Minnesota has some COVID stuff going on possibly, uh, but I see a lot of money coming in Illinois plus 7. So uh, keep an eye on that one. Charlotte at Middle Tennessee State. I have seen a lot of uh, smart money coming here on Charlotte. Uh, this is kind of a weird one under the radar. But this open around minus four. Um, Public is on Middle Tennessee State, yet it's stayed at four, gone to four and a half. So Charlotte caught my eye. South Carolina, I'm digging them as kind of a, a contrarian, lopsided, inflated line. You had Texas A&M open minus eight and a half. Minus eight, minus seven and a half. Line's now up to ten. I'm starting to see some buyback on South Carolina plus ten at home. So keep an eye on that. Uh, UCLA, Colorado. I uh, really digging UCLA here, the Bruins. This opened... UCLA minus uh, six, minus five and a half. It's all up to minus six and a half. Uh, and that's an even ticket split, but big money keeps it in UCLA. So if you can get UCLA anything six and a half, hopefully before it goes to seven, uh, UCLA is definitely intriguing to me. Fresno and UNLV, looking at UNLV at home. Fresno opened as a, around a 12-point road favorite. Uh, this line is now down to 11 and a half 11. So you keep track on UNLV. If you see that line fall further to UNLV, that's going to be important. And then Texas Tech. I uh, like them. They are at TCU. Uh, TCU open minus 10. lines down 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 to 8.5. Uh, eight so big money appears to be coming in on Texas Tech. So uh, keep an eye on all those plays. Again, to me what I do is I write all these down um, early in the week, and as I progress I start to cross them off. Um, I start to uh, look at some source plays. Where are people I respect? Who do they like? I take a small. I take that small. That's not a huge thing to me, but I do like to be aware of people that I respect if they overlap. Um, but, yeah, coming into tomorrow, I'll write the newsletter tonight. And then coming into tomorrow, I'll we'll have a, uh, a lot of late money breaking. So keep an eye on that. But I'm excited. Huge weekend in college football. Now NFL. I'll tell you right now, guys, there are some NFL weird things going on, COVID, quarterbacks. Um, so I think this is a little bit of a more difficult week. Um, but I still think you have a lot of value here on the board. So, uh, number one, I got Buffalo. Bill's Mafia plus three. I like this play. It's open Seattle minus three. It's almost lopsided plays of the league. You heard me talk about Bill's Mafia all week, but um, two-thirds of bets on Seattle. They open minus three. Uh, they're back at minus three. They dip to minus two and a half, but all the liability juice is on Buffalo plus three at minus 120. So I would consider grabbing Buffalo right now. I did. I got Buffalo plus three. I think this may come back down to two and a half. Essentially, this is public Seattle, yet all liability movement toward Buffalo. Uh, also, a West Coast team going east for an early 1 o'clock game. I like betting against that, that travel spot for the West Coast team. Uh, so that's uh, that's one to keep an eye out for. Keep cruising. Baltimore Indy. Really digging Indy here. Uh, possible upset opportunity. I would even consider a money line play here. Uh, Baltimore has a lot of COVID issues, but I really, really like Indy. We talked about them. Hopefully, grabbed them earlier this week, but this open minus 3 with Baltimore. Uh, the line is now down to 1.5. Um, so you, I would, I would see, I would imagine there's maybe a little buyback does get up to two. Uh, if you see it fall to a pick em or one, uh, I, I would jump on the one and a half just on the off chance of, I like getting a one and a half, knowing that it could be a one point game and that way we cash. So, uh, I really like Indy there. Big, big sharp move public all over Baltimore yet line is moving, uh, to the Colts. So that is a, uh, that's a good sign. Uh, I would jump on Carolina Panthers right now. I grabbed Carolina plus 10 and a half. I like this spot here. KC open minus 12 and a half. Everyone's betting KC and Mahomes. Yet get the Lions down to 10 and a half. This may go down to 10. That's why I say grab the 10 and a half now, because I think the hook could be meaningful. They lose by 10. You want to get that hook there. Uh, So it'll be a COVID road move, 63% ATS this year. That'll be um, not a short road dog, but a road dog move. Bridgewater as a dog, is uh, 21 and five ATS in his career, four and two ATS this year. So really, really digging Carolina contrarian, reverse line move. On the road plus ten and a half. Get it now before the hook falls. Uh, the G-men Washington uh, still digging the G-men here. I like this divisional game. Short road dog. I don't like the Washingtons off a of buy because I got a system favorites off a of buy do well, um, but more so if they're road favorites. But this is all line movement to me. And this is a divisional game. It's open minus three and a half Washington. It's not on a two and a half. I like think you say a lot. Of, I've heard people say, "Oh, I love Washington now. I can get the minus two and a half." Well, yeah, you can get that because smart money hit the Giants and drop the line. So uh, that's a grinder system that's cashed for us very well this year. That kind of plus three to plus two and a half, plus one and a half uh, to the road team. So give me the G men. Um, if I have to take a two and a half, I'll grab a two and a half. Um, but I, I actually may have put that in earlier at three. I got so many plays, it's hard to keep track. I think I did. Um, Vegas and the Chargers, loving Vegas here. Moneyline play. Hopefully, maybe you jumped on Vegas earlier, but this is a plus three down to a pick them game. Clear, clear, sharp move to me. Vegas is one of the sharpest plays of the week. Uh, so I'll grab them on the money line. Uh, kind of an even ticket split, but all money and movement to Vegas. It's a pick em, but they were pretty much a dog right until it got to a pick em. That would match all the uh, divisional road dog line move spots there, uh, which are important. Uh, still thinking Miami. Miami's at Arizona. I don't like Arizona coming off a buy, but um, if you look at Miami, uh, they're in a good spot here with uh, movement in their favor. Miami is plus five and a half down to plus four and a half. Um, I would probably grab the four and a half, to be honest with you guys. It's May fall to four. Um, that would match a short road dog uh, system that we like as well. Uh, and then late night, did anyone jump on New Orleans? Um, I'm liking New Orleans here. Divisional road dog conference game. They're not as contrarian as they used to be, which worries me a little bit. Um, but that was a minus four Tampa Bay, minus four and a half. Got all up to five and a half. Came back down with late money hitting New Orleans. Uh, but I'm looking at New Orleans here getting the points in a division game, uh, which is intriguing to me. Uh, Patriots and the Jets. Uh, you know me. I'm on the Jets here. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Pats fan who's uh, very upset about this awful year that we're, that we're mired in, and Belichick keeps making excuses. Uh, maybe they bust out and roll here. They are the Jets. Uh, but I like the Jets plus 7.5. You can now get the 7.5. It was 7, 7.5, down to 7, back up But uh, the hook there, low total. Uh, dog, divisional dog. Uh, line freeze, contrarian, heavily back game, all toward the Jets in that one. Uh, now talking a little MMA because I cannot wait to sweat some biting uh, tomorrow night. So, number one, hope you jumped on Romanoff. We talked about Romanoff all week. I think we may set a new record for closing line value, hashtag CLV. because when I talked to you guys about Romanoff, he was around minus 300 to minus 330. Now he's up to minus 423. Um, let me tell you one thing about UFC. I bet a lot of favorites in UFC. Um, I like dogs if they have a big move, if they have a, uh, you know, kind of a uh, tail-the-tape advantage here. But I bet a lot of favorites in UFC because a lot of favorites win in UFC. They're about 70% with favorites covering the number. Now, the important thing with UFC is when I tell you guys about favorites that are sharp that I'm betting, you got to keep one thing in mind. We're always betting to risk, not betting to win. That's really, really important. You're not laying You know, now if you're betting Romanoff now at minus 400, you're not betting 400 bucks to win 100 bucks. You're only risking your $100, your regular unit size, whatever it may be for you. And you're going to win 0.25 units if he wins. So, again, that's really, really important. I would hate to see, because favorites do lose sometimes, um, but you don't want to get cleaned out. You just, if they lose, you only want to lose the one unit that you risked. You don't want to risk on a minus 400 favorite four units to win one. It's just your regular one and you're going to get 0. .25 units back plus the unit that you risk if they win. So I just want to make that distinction. Again, I'm a dog better. I'm a contrarian, but UFC is different. you got to attack it differently. Uh, remember, my model here is uh, I want a younger fighter, a taller fighter, a fighter with a longer reach, and I want line movement in favor of that fighter. And I also want to be on the same side as gamble and Loop. That, that's, that's the fifth one there. Uh, but Romanoff, uh, we love our guy Romanoff. This was, uh, again, one of my favorite um, – plays of Saturday. He's 29. He's fighting uh, Roherio de Lima. He's 35, so he's six years uh, younger. He's an inch taller. Uh, He's got uh, about the same reach here, but big move to Romanoff, minus 300 to minus 423. So give me Romanoff. Next one that I was looking at is, I'm going to butcher this name here, Uh, Giga Chikadze. Um, He's fighting Jamie Simmons. Um, I'm digging Giga. He's four years older, which I don't like. But this is a huge line move. He's six foot. The other guy is five foot five. He's got a seventy four inch reach. The Other guy's got a seventy inch reach. This is kind of getting away from us here, guys. I, I actually am kicking myself. I didn't mention this earlier. Um, but he opened minus five hundred. He's up to minus eight hundred. So again, if you want to bet it, if you it, to me, it's like so high now. You may even want to lay off. But um, can you get point one units there? Maybe that's kind of a dumb play. Uh, you're probably better off uh, laying off there. But um, you know, that's the kind of that's a kind of these huge favorites. It's almost impossible. Not again, there's nothing impossible, there's no such thing as a lock. But um, I have bet some of these big favorites before. And if you can get 0.7 units, you know, I grab it. But again, that's getting away from us a little bit. Um, this is a late play, late kind of play for me. Um, if you're looking again, th- this could lose, but I like this one. This is Bevan Lewis, he's fighting Trevin Giles. And Bevan Lewis, um, he's got a 79 inch reach, the other guy's got a 74 inch reach. He's 6'2". Giles is 6 feet. This is kind of a pick 'em, but Lewis has moved a little bit, minus 110 to minus 115, minus 120. So that's going to be a tough one. That's going to be one you're going to have to sweat. But Lewis uh, is intriguing to me. Jan Zianen, X-I-A-O-N-A-N. Some of these names are tough for me here. But Jan Zianen, uh, this one caught my eye. This is – she's a female. She's from, from China. She's fighting Claudia Godella. Um, this is a big move to Jan Zianen. Uh, she's 31. They're both the same age, but she's an inch taller. Um, reaches about the same. I've seen a sharp move to her, minus 120 to minus 150. And Also the over here. Um, another thing I look at with totals is, um, you know, if you're under 150, 135 pounds, typically they go over. Uh, and then also the juice on this is two and a half rounds over, minus 300. A little bit high. But these women don't uh, knock out very much or submit very much. They usually go to decision. Uh, So you're going to have to go through two rounds, survive two rounds, and get halfway through the two-minute 30 mark of the third round. But I've seen a little bit of money hit that over there. Uh, Here's another one you're going to have to sweat, along with Bevan Lewis, Brendan Allen. Uh, Brendan Allen is fighting Ian Hennish. Allen's 24. Hennish is 32, so he's much younger. He's 6'2". Hennish is 5'9". So he's uh, really much taller here, and he's got a three-inch reach advantage. So Brandon Allen would match. Younger, taller, longer reach, and a line move. Uh, this line actually flipped. Very sharp move to Allen here. Minus 105, he opened as a pick 'em. He's now about minus 115. So, again, you're going to have to sweat Allen and Lewis, but uh, when you're risking one unit, you're almost going to win a full unit back. So that those are intriguing if we can get those ones right there. Uh, but then my favorite two of the night, uh, Tanner Bowser. Uh, let me just tell you guys, if you've never seen this guy fight, uh, get ready. I love this guy. 29 years old. He's fighting Arlovsky. who's 41. Um, they're both 6'2". Uh, the reach is about the same. But Bozer is an absolute bulldozer. He opened minus 280. He's up to minus 300. Gamble and Lou likes him as well. Give me Bozer. Um, I'm digging that one as well. And then the main event, Glover Teixeira and Fiego Santos. You know we talk Santos all week. I like Santos. He's 36. kind of old. I'm 33, though, so don't call that too old. I'll be there in a couple of years. Um, Glover is 41. This reminds me a lot of Anderson Silva last week where we bet against him and took Hall. Um, and, again, Teixeira's a, got a great career, but four, when you're in your 40s and you're still fighting UFC, that's a that's a big detriment to you. Um, same, same height, same reach, but Santos is five years younger and the line's moving to Santos, minus 214 to minus 250. Uh, so that would uh, that would also match our system. And Gamble and Lou is also on Santos. So if you're only making three UFC fight bets this weekend, it's Romanoff, it's Bozer, and it's Santos. Now, I'm going to say don't parlay them. I'm sure some of you guys will parlay them. and hope you win. Um, if you're looking for more, uh, Chikadze is the big favorite. Lewis and Allen are both coin flips, but smart money and some advantages with tail of the tape. And Jan, Zian and and the over two and a half in that one. But if you're only making three, Romanoff, Bozer, Santos, those are the ones, those are my favorites. Um, but there you have it, guys. Another day and another dollar. Another pod under the belt. Can't believe you, 194. Um, we're going to have to do something big for the 200th pod because um, that's a, that's going to be a momentous day. Can't wait for that. A uh, reminder, guys, uh, if you had a good night last night, and I know you did because you're, you cashed your Packers first quarter, your Packers in an under teaser, and I know that you also cashed um, with Nevada and Wyoming over, guess what? There's one thing you can do. If you enjoy the pod, if you made some money tonight, or or last night, hopefully again tonight, um, and you want to let me know that you enjoy the pod and it's it's helping you, it's benefiting you, you're making money, you're feeling good, there's one thing you can do. Buy my book. It's called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It's got everything I've learned working in the industry for about a decade, so I'm very proud of it. Uh, It's got bankroll management. Uh, taking it behind the book how odds are set, how they move, uh, identifying sharp action, going contrarian, uh, all the different tips and strategies for all the major sports, how to shop for the best line, how to place a bet in person. it's all there. So if you're if uh, if you want to learn more, if you want to support me and, and, and let me know that you appreciate it or if you're in a new legal state or you want to get it for a stocking stuff or for somebody, um, that would, uh, that'd be something to keep an eye out for and make me very, very happy. And if you bought it already, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It means so much to me. Uh, but there you have it, guys. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Uh, remember, oh boy, BYU just went to minus four. BYU's getting steamed, baby. Woo, BYU's coming in hot. Sorry, I'm just looking at my odds page before we depart. Uh, but my closing words, as always, have a great weekend. Tune into Lombardi line tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 12, uh, and also on Sunday. Uh, and remember, when I see you, at the Borgon Atlantic City. Or I actually, believe it or not, I actually may see you at the Brook tomorrow. Because I'm going to the Brook with my girlfriend uh, to sweat some games and, and hang out at the DraftKings Sportsbook in New Hampshire. Uh, or I see you, hopefully pretty soon, we get to Vegas, uh, at the um, at the South Point, the Mecca, where VEASAN is located. Or the beautiful Circa Sportsbook um, with the new uh, stadium swim outside, sweating games by the pool, sipping pina coladas, sweating sharp contrarian plays. Wherever it may be. And hopefully tomorrow, if you got your ticket, you'll show me at the Brook. You're going to show me that beautiful, I'm talking beautiful, Packers first quarter, minus half point, or Packers in the under teaser, or beautiful ticket from last night's uh, Nevada lay in the wood or over Wyoming. Show me that beautiful ticket. Show me multiple tickets. And guess what? First beer is on me. Uh, And if I actually run into anyone from the pod, maybe I'll I'll tweet it out, uh, which will be awesome. But thank you all. Uh, We're grinding, guys. Great week. Uh, Thanks for doing it with me. And uh, let's keep it going. Have a great weekend ahead here. So uh, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. And always have multiple outs, shop for the best line, beat the closing line, and grind. Grind, grind, grind. There's no easy way to become a successful sports bettor. There's ups, there's downs. you got to stick to the process, grind long-term, and just stay even-keeled. That's the method to the madness. There's no secret there. We just grind. But have an excellent weekend, guys. I will see you on the Lombardi line this weekend. And if not, I'll be back uh, on Monday. So be safe, be, be healthy, hope you catch your plays, have a fantastic weekend, uh, and I'll see you soon. Take care and good luck.
0: to start listening.